When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. We have a midweek deadline. It's time already to have a look at my game week 33 team selection. What is up everyone? FPL Harry here and today it is game week 33 team selection time. No time for any other videos because we have a Tuesday evening FPL deadline. Game week 33 midweek, then game week 34 coming fast at us over the weekend as well. We have just six game weeks left of this season. Three double game weeks and then three normal game weeks as well. It's going to be a roller coaster. I hope you are strapped in and ready for this. Before we get into what I'm going to do with my team in this video, we're going to have a look at how I got on in game week 32 as well. Please make sure to smash that like button as well. We're going to try and hit 1,000 likes and subscribe if you are new around here. So, Game week 32, I played my free hit. Basically, it was a bit meh. It was okay. A few good picks, a few bad picks here and there. It was fine. I got 70 points overall. It did give me a green arrow from 263rd in the world to 202nd in the world. Didn't quite manage to creep into the top 200, but I'm not going to sit here and complain at all. There are a few players in here that I think should have got returned that didn't, particularly Gabriel Jesus, particularly Gakpo, and then Dom Solanke hit the post. Again, what a return that would have been. However, of course, I did get quite fortunate with the likes of Johnson in goal getting 10 points despite there being goals ruled out in that game. And then, of course, Castagna with his 10 points as well being massively, massively differential. So, yes, there were a few unlucky players in my team that didn't get returns. However, generally, I think it all came out in the wash. That means I have no chips left to play. I am just going to be using my transfers between now and the end of the season to plan best I can for the upcoming weeks. But hopefully, I can get into the top 200. But I'm still happy, 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 happy being in the top 1K, being 202nd in the world. So having a look now at what my team looks like before going into game week 33 with no transfers being made. So basically all of you looking at your squads now because not that many transfers have been made. What does my team look like? I'm currently lining up in a 3-5-2. I've got one free transfer and no money, well, 0.1 million in the bank to be going and spending. I've got a few benching decisions to make if I was not to make a transfer this week. Kepa versus Raya in goal. I think I'd probably start Kepa there given that Raya is away against Chelsea. Of course, we then have Kepa at home to Brentford they're playing each other the other one is in defense I'm currently starting Chilwell who also has that Brentford at home fixture I could start Botman who has Everton at home now just the attacking threat Chelsea having had a week off as well a big amount of rest for those Chelsea players but then Brentford did play this weekend means I am just favoring a little bit of attacking threat for Chilwell but there is a chance that I make a defensive transfer this week I then don't mind Kepa individually or Chilwell individually it just means that starting double Chelsea defense this week doesn't seem that great the other thing is Dom Slanky away at Southampton is on my bench. Now, I've banged on about him, but I do like him as a pick again this week. Southampton, 
is a, a good fixture for them. It is a big six-pointer again at the bottom of the table. Southampton looked good against Arsenal in periods of that game, but I still think there's going to be chances for Bournemouth in this one. The question is, if I then go and start Solanke, where exactly he fits into my starting lineup? There are a few players in here that I think might be tired. The Brighton-Manchester United game in the Cup has just finished, and that went to 120 minutes. Now, Fernandes didn't play the full 120. I'm pretty certain he's going to start. We look like we're in the position now with Marcus Rashford that we've seen before with him, that he's just going to play with injuries. He's not fully fit. I think it's pretty obvious to say that he's come back from that groin injury too soon and they're just going to push him and push him as much as they can. And we've seen with Marcus Rashford before that when they do that, he doesn't play at his best. But it is Spurs away. I do still think he's going to start that game. The other two, of course, are Matoma and March, who also played the full 120 minutes in that match. Now, they have Nottingham Forest away. Do I expect there to be rotation? No. Do I think there's a chance that they're rotated? Potentially, yes. But I don't think I want to try and call that because if March and Matoma both start, then I'd much rather them in my team over Slanky. So in terms of potential benchings, I think Slanky is likely to own on my bench unless we get early news. However, neither of those teams play on Tuesday evening. So I think I'm just going to stick with it like it is. I am looking at transfers, though, to be made particularly in defence and then in goal as well. So to start with the boring one, which is the potential goalkeeper transfer, I'm putting Raya here because Raya is more expensive than Kepa, so I may as well sell the more expensive of my two goalkeepers. But Chelsea are not defending well. I think it's pretty clear to see they're not defending well. And if I have Chilwell as well, I don't really want double Chelsea defence. I don't really want one, let alone double Chelsea defence in my team at the moment. Plus, neither of them double in game week 34. Neither of them double in game week 36. And then Kepa has a double in game week 37, but it's a very, very bad double away at Manchester City and away at Manchester United, which is basically no double at all. So I am looking at making a goalkeeper transfer. It is something I'd penciled in for this time. And given that my team looks quite set up well in attack, means that I can use some transfers defensively. Now, in terms of those goalkeepers I could go and bring in, there are three clear options. Now, Jason Steele. Brighton have more double game weeks, of course, than any other team, doubling in three of the remaining six game weeks. However, Sanchez is probably the biggest threat to any starting goalkeeper that there is in the Premier League. He played in the FA Cup today and did a pretty good job. Looked very, very good, I think, in that one. Now, I do expect Steele to come back in. However, I would want to do this transfer going into game week 33. There is a chance that I just roll my transfer and see who starts in game week 33 and then make it for game week 34. But I think if they wrap up their European position, there is a chance that Sanchez does get some minutes between now and the end of the season. Steele is probably my number one pick because he's cheaper than the others in there. But I just think there's too much of a risk, probably, of Sanchez coming back. That means I look at other goalkeepers that have a double game week coming up, and particularly Edison and Allison are the two that fall into there. Allison, first of all, now Liverpool are not performing that well. They're okay at home. They've beat Leeds, but they are leaking goals, both away from home and at home this season. Whether they do double in game week 34 and their run from game week 35 to the end of the season is pretty nice. But the one that I really am looking at is bringing in Edison. Now, it is a big upgrade, and I couldn't actually do David Raya to Edison as my transfer this week. We would have to make the defensive transfer that we'll talk about in just a minute first, which would mean it would be a minus four, or I'd have to wait to do it next week. Now, Edison does play Arsenal this week, so I don't necessarily think it's worth doing a minus four to bring in Edison this week anyway. I probably would wait for their doubling game week 34. They then, of course, go and doubling game week 37 as well, and their fixture run between game week 34 and 37 is really nice. The only difficult fixture is Chelsea at home, which is not a difficult fixture at all, and it forms as part of the double as well. Brentford away on the final day, but they're chasing the Premier League now. It is in their hands completely, so I don't expect rotation. We've seen in 
previous seasons where Manchester City have wrapped up the Premier League title that Edison has missed a game out of nowhere. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen at all. Their fixture run is nice and they have a nice double. So if I knew Steele was nailed and was going to play every game between now and the end of the season, I would probably go Steele and get my triple Brighton. However, I think that's unlikely. I don't necessarily like the rotation aspect of the Manchester City defence. So I think Edison is a safe way in there. I do need to free up a bit of money to do that though. And in order to free up that money, I'm looking at doing a defensive transfer and selling another Chelsea asset. Well, although Rye is staying, it basically means Kepa's bench for the rest of the season. But selling Ben Chilwell, Ben Chilwell's been good, but Chelsea, man, we're just not looking good at all. Defending poorly, he's not on as many set pieces, he's not nailed, Cucurella's getting minutes, he's just not looking good for us. And with very little to play for as well, I don't expect it to get any better. As I said, I might hold on to him for Brentford at home, but then I am looking to sell him. Now, if I don't go Edison, of course, the Manchester City defenders look good. They have nice run of fixtures, they have good doubles in game with 34 and 37. So I could do Chilwell to Diaz, I could do Chilwell to John Stones, particularly with Nathan Ake out. It's just one less defender that they could potentially rotate with. They are still in the Champions League though, so there could be a little bit of rotation because although Pep might say they want to win the Premier League, I really think the Champions League is the number one thing that they're going after. Diaz and Stones, there's not much to pick between them. The money thing probably means that I would have to go John Stones to save a little bit looking at my future transfer plans, but both of them are good options. And if you can get up to Diaz, he's probably a little bit more nailed. However, if I am planning on Ryder to Edison, the other transfer to free up the money could easily be Chilwell down to a Brighton defender. And I think that's the couple of moves that probably makes more sense than doing Ryder to Steele, who's rotation prone, and then Chilwell to a Manchester City defender, who's also rotation prone. Now, I've got a Stupanan in here. He's probably my number one pick from Brighton. However, with the doubles that they've got, it does concern me a little bit that he might not play every single game between now and the end of the season. Now, is that the worst thing if he missed one game, given they have three double game weeks? It's not really the end of the world, so I still think he's the number one pick that I like. They do play Nottingham Forest away, though, and they all have played 19 minutes plus the extra time, plus then, of course, penalties in the FA Cup. They then double in game week 34. They then double in game week 36 as well. Just Newcastle and Brighton doubling in game week 36, and then they double in game week 37 as well. So Chilwell down to a Brighton defender has been something I've thought about, I've spoken about for a while, and it's still probably the number one move for me. So going back to what my team looked like going into game week 33 before any transfers, basically my two planned transfers over the next couple of weeks before the doubling game week 34 is to do Raya to Edison, get an extra Manchester City player in there, get the Manchester City player for the double for the run-in, add an extra doubler to my squad for game week 34. Then do Ben Chilwell to Estupanan. Again, adding an extra double in game week 34. It will then add another Brighton player. Of course, they double twice and I don't have Chilwell for their doubling game week 37, given that it's probably the worst double that you could hope for with one of your FPL picks at the moment. The big question then lies, A, do I think either of those transfers are worth it this week? And then B, if not, do I think I should start Botman over Chilwell? Chilwell's attacking threat, given that Everton are at home, Calvert-Lewin's back in training, plus the amount of minutes that Newcastle played. It was an easy game for them against Spurs, but it is a challenging game for them there. I probably would end up playing Chilwell. It's just whether I think Chilwell to a Stupinan is worth a transfer this week. Do I think a Stupinan has a chance of being benched? Yes. Do I think it's a big chance? No, I think it's a pretty small one. Do I think the Nottingham Forest can score at home against Brighton? Yes, I think they probably can, given their fight that they're going to have to show if they want any chance of staying in the league. Which basically means with Chelsea having an extra week off, I'm not sure it's really worth an extra transfer. I think it's probably just best that I look at this team and I go, 
let's wait a week and let me roll the transfer. That is my current plan to not use a transfer, to not do Chilwell to a Stupinan. If I do one transfer this week, it will be the Chilwell to a Stupinan move that I'm planning. But I think I'm about 70% chance I'm going to roll it, 30% chance that I'm going to make that move. In terms of captaincy, Erling Haaland, the one that I'm likely to put the captaincy armband on. I just expect them to beat Arsenal, to put themselves with one hand on that Premier League trophy. Vice-captain is on Salah. He's looking good. Liverpool are scoring goals, but I still think Haaland is going to be my captain this week. Let me know in the comments who you're going to captain. Is it Haaland? Is it someone else? Let me know any questions about your squad. Let me know as well what you would do with my team. Would you do it? I mean, I'm starting double Chelsea defence, which I absolutely hate. Would you make the Stupinand transfer? Let me know all in the comment section down below. Thank you all so much for watching. We're going to try and hit 1,000 likes on the video. A reminder, it is a Tuesday deadline. There will be a deadline stream about one hour before the Game Week 33 deadline. So do not forget that. Make your transfers in time. Like and subscribe before you go. And I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.